So we mentioned in the last year that Minhat Torah, it says don't cook a kid goat's meat in its mother's milk to tell me that only kosher, domestic animals have this iser midah oraisa. Other things will be dirabbanan. So basically, chicken and cheese would be an iser dirabbanan. Okay? A Big Mac with cheese on it. Of course, you'll have a problem with the fact that it's a hamburger. But when it comes to Basar V'chalav, that Avera will not apply to a hamburger because ham is not a kosher domestic animal. Now, what's the difference if it's Asim Doraisa? The Rabbanan, anyway, forbade us from having chicken and cheese and hamburgers with cheese and all else. Um, you know, what's the difference? And chas v'shalom, God forbid, we should ever use that terrible word, J-U-S-T, because the Rabbanans should be treated just as severely as the Arisas, except in the situations which they themselves permitted. So here we go. The big difference, and it is a big difference, is the Rabbanan only forbade milk and meat in these other situations, let's say milk and poultry, in other situations, from eating they did not put on the safeguard when it comes to the prohibition against cooking, and they did not put on the prohibition when it comes to selling or benefiting or feeding it to your cleaning lady or to your pets. So the actual Dirabbanan safeguarding us and answering, forbidding all sorts of animals, all sorts of meat, and even poultry, which is not really meat from an animal at all, and all sorts of milk. All of these things are awesome with Rabbanam, but they only apply to the actual Avera of eating, that they become awesome with Rabbanam. However, if these things were inadvertently mixed together and cooked together, you would be allowed to give it to a guy, you would be allowed to sell it, and if for whatever reason, for some re- reason, you do have to make some kind of science experiment using milk and meat, you would be able to do so using meat from a non-kosher animal or poultry, and that would be okay to do the actual cooking. You will have a problem with a tray for pot or microwave afterwards. Another leniency that we learn from the expression of the Pasuk that says not to cook them together is that these things are only forbidden to eat or sell or cook if it's actually being heated together. And if it's not heated together, the Rabbanon extended the Isser, just like they extended it to other forms of meat, poultry, and milk. They extended also not to eat food mixed together at all. We know we wait six hours, of course, after the meat, and that Isser the Rabbanon will apply in numerous situations. But Minat Torah... It's only going to be usser if they were actually cooked together. So if somebody didn't cook them together, and now let's say there'll be a suffix dirabbanon, because it wasn't cooked together, they're not sure if they, you know, if they finished by a certain time, six hours, there would be room to be lenient as a suffix dirabbanon. Also, since the dirabbanon is only going on things that were cooked together and eating, if you do have something that wasn't cooked together, but it was a mixture of milk and meat, you would be able to give it to your cleaning lady, to your dog, or to sell it or benefit from it in any other way. So when the Rabbanon came and said not to eat them together, even if they're not cooked, 
The big question is, what does it mean together? The bottom line is, we know that the common custom is to wait six hours after meat. And the reason why is, the way that it's brought down is they shouldn't be eaten in the same meal. That's forbidden to have meat and then milk in the same meal. But what became the common custom and now halacha is the meal time, which normally people have a meal and about six hours later, they have their next meal. So anything within those six hours is considered within the same meal time of each other. And in some aspect, that's looked upon as having meat and then milk together in the same meal time. And therefore we wait six hours. Now this halakha applies even to the tiniest amount of meat that was eaten. And therefore, you'd have to wait, even if somebody chewed a little bit of meat before giving it to their baby, to make sure that it's not too hot or too tough. A little bit of meat is going to go a long way. If a drop of meat stuck in your mouth that amount of time, and now it's past six hours, and you notice a piece is stuck between your teeth, the fact that it was in your mouth is similar to the fact that it was in your stomach. The, the, the compounds broke down, whatever it is, and there's of no concern, but it must be removed before having milk. So you don't have to wait after it was removed from your mouth six hours. But so long as you finished eating six hours ago, then you just remove it, use some floss or a toothpick, and then you could have dairy.